Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club Podcast. It's good to be back. Guys, the holidays are here. They're coming up very quickly. If you want to get your loved one the perfect gift, think about getting them some whiskey morning coffee. There's a bunch of different blends on there. They got double crack shot here. We've got the common Joe here. We got the Texan Army blend. And we got the regular tic- the whiskey Tisky Morning Waffee blend. We got whiskey morning coffee blend. Can't go wrong with any of those blends. There's espresso. They sell them in all over Texas, really. Go to their website online. Use code hashtag hot. Get some coffee for your loved one. It's freaking 11 o'clock. I'm drinking coffee right now. Whiskey morning. It's the only coffee you'll find in my cup. Freaking get some. Hashtag hot for, I think, 10% off, 20% off, 15% off. We'll say 10% because if I'm I'm low-balling it, then you'll be surprised when you buy it. If I'm high-balling it, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Hashtag hot in the promo code section when you check out at whiskeymorningcoffee.com. Whiskey Morning Coffee. I'm loving the studio. I have, I forgot about it. I haven't been here in like two weeks and um, it's, it feels like it's been probably, probably close to a hundred years. That's very, very much exaggerated, but it feels like it's been a long time since I've been in this freaking studio. I mean, I sit over there at my computer literally every day, pretty much. But over here, it's just a different vibe, man. You just get different vibes, bro. Good vibes over here. Anyways, I missed it. It's been two weeks since I recorded my last episode. And um, I can truly say that uh, I've missed I've missed being in the seat. And I've missed recording podcasts. Now, the next step is to get more people in here. Um, I got my eye on a couple that I hope can actually do it. I've set some up in the past and we just have to kind of continue that conversation. But I know I have a handful of people, local Austin businesses that want to come in here, uh, business owners, master experts in their field and whatever. But it feels really good to be back. And thank you guys. Oh, problem one. There we go. Yeah, thank you guys. It means a lot. Um, stop. Calm down. It's all right. We're back. Um, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm wearing the AV Club merch i um i made this myself i'm a little proud of it a little bit a little bit um i guess just proud i'm proud that i actually made it myself um it's cool i really enjoy these sweaters i wasn't sure if i was going to sell them maybe if there's enough demand for it then i'll you know throw them out there but for the most part it's just going to be t-shirts black t-shirts with this logo on it and um yeah, I'm freaking pumped. So, full transparency here, people. I just recorded 30 minutes of an episode, but my storage on the on the card I'm recording on or I was recording on ran out because I've I've done a lot in the past couple of weeks. And um I knew I knew something might happen and about 30 minutes into the recording I was like, "Oh, I'm better check to see if everything's good." And uh, it wasn't, it stopped. I don't know when it stopped. I don't know, um, I know why it stopped. I don't know when. And so I'm just going to start over because there's no point in re-recording stuff I've already, I don't know, I'll just would rather start over. If you haven't noticed, I'm wearing glasses. If For those of you watching, these are blue blockers. And um, they are, they actually help a lot. I just got new contacts. I know, it's freaking cool. Very good topics, very Hard-hitting topic right here. 
I just got a pair of new contacts and they're in my eyes right now. I have astigmatism. I could see better out of my left than my right. I don't know what astigmatism means, but I just know that my eyes don't have the same vision. My right eye is way worse. And um, it's not way worse. It's just worse. But these contacts are meant for astigmatism. And I've tried some on like this before and they irritated my eyes. And these ones also irritate my eyes. And so I got to get them switched again, which is annoying. But these blue blockers actually kind of help. Like, I don't know. I feel like when I don't have these on, it's a little harder on my eyes. And I've, I've got to keep closing them or rubbing them to try to help them uh, gain moisture, I guess. I don't know. Just, just weird stuff. But that's why I'm wearing these glasses right now. Everything's in like a yellow tint, obviously, to block the blue light. But I really enjoy them. It helps my my head and my eyes and my my heart whenever I'm working on the computer all day long, editing stuff. And um, I think it's it's not good to have that much blue light intake. And so I thought, eh, why not? I'll give it a try. So far, so good. Anyways, so I just I just I just poured my heart out for thirty freaking minutes, and um, none of it is none of it's gonna be heard. That's that's for the wherever bad footage, messed up footage goes in the world, in the ether of whatever. Man, also, I think I was out of focus on the last one, too. I hope I'm not out of focus on this one, but I'm not re-recording this one, so if I'm out of focus, then sorry about it. <clears throat> so let me just recap what I had said earlier, and I'll make it a little quicker. Solo episodes aren't the funnest. They're not the most entertaining. I try to fill it with uh, just my voice. I know a lot of you like my voice, and um, I hate it. So I'll make this one quick. So, the last episode I recorded was two weeks ago, right? That was with Zach and Ryan. That was a great episode, and I had a really fun time doing it. Um, actually, we recorded that three weeks ago. I released one that same week and one the pre the following week. So, we, that was a two-part series just because it was so long. I didn't want to put a th- four-hour episode out there. Um, so, we recorded that episode. And then two weeks later... After I released the second part, me and Taylor, 4 a.m. Thursday morning, flew to Ohio. That's where her sister lives. And we got to meet their brand new kids that they had just adopted. And it was a really, really good trip. We got to see, oh, I didn't say this in the last one. So we did a lot, right? First things we first thing we did when we got there was we went to go eat at this place called, I think it was called like North Market. It was in downtown Columbus, Ohio. And it was basically this market, this huge building. Filled with a bunch of different restaurants, essentially. There was majority restaurants. They had like a flower shop. They had like a little knickknack store where you could go buy like, you know, like postcards or not postcards. What are they called? Whenever you, um, whenever you travel, you grab a card and you send it to somebody or you give it to somebody and it has that state on it or whatever. Is that a postcard? That's not a postcard. I can't think of the word. They have those, they have like magnets that say Ohio, whatever. There's a coffee shop. But what got my interest peaked was all the food they had there. It was so diverse. You walk in, immediately to your right, you had a burger spot. And so the outside, inside of the building, right, the 
all along the wall in a huge rectangle were restaurants. And then there were also some on the inside and then like a, another smaller rectangle on the inside. Right. But they had this, um, just probably, I don't know how many restaurants, probably like close to 20 restaurants, all different cultures. Right. So you had first, when you walked in, there was like a burger spot and then there was like a Polish restaurant right across the little walkway from it. They had, they had an African restaurant. Like I'd never even seen like African food. It looked good, but I didn't really want to risk it. You know, I didn't want to risk it. Not at the beginning of the trip. You know, that could have, it could have been bad. So there was like African food. They had Polish. I said that already. They had Greek. They had like a seafood place. Yeah. They sold Maine lobster rolls and Connecticut lobster rolls, stuff like that. And then they had, uh, I think it was an actual Chinese place. They had an, a Korean place. They had a Japanese place. They had Thai food there. They had, I'm, I'm missing some, but they had like Italian. They had a bagel spot. They had a coffee spot. They had Mexican food. They had a hot chicken place upstairs. It was just a ton of cultures, a ton of diversity mixed into one place, right? So if you worked downtown you could walk to this place every day and get a different culture's food for probably a week or two straight without trying the same well over a week or two straight like every restaurant had obviously multiple items on their menu so if you wanted to just do the greek food for a full week or two you probably could and you could do that with every restaurant try everything on the menus over time which would be pretty cool but that was that place was really cool i was i was very interested with that place because obviously if anybody knows me, they know I like food. And I think I got the Greek food. I got a gyro. And I got some rice and some pita bread and all that. It was it was delicious. And then I had an everything, an egg, everything bagel with plain cream cheese. I think it was the first time I've had one of those. And that was that was really, really good. And then I had a cup of coffee. Um Yeah, and then we just had like local restaurants the rest of the time. Well, local chains. A chain restaurant, I think, was one that we went to for breakfast the next day. And then we had, yeah, I think that was basically it. We had one, uh, I think it was a East Coast chain. It's kind of like a higher in Chili's. But it was freaking good. It was very, very good food. And, yeah, coffee shop. We So what, what I liked there, I got some bullet points of what stuck out to me. It was very clean. Downtown was super clean. And I had been, I've been to North Carolina and uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I got to see where the Panthers play. I got to see, um, there's a lot of cool little restaurants down there. I think it's called Uptown. I don't know why things are called Uptown and some are called Downtown. It's probably self-explanatory, but I'm an idiot. So I got similar vibes. Like a lot of the buildings downtown were made of brick. And it looked really old school and very, very nice. It looked like they had just kept up with the buildings and the streets and they cleaned it off. Obviously, there wasn't very many homeless people. Um, and I, I like to, I compare it to, not Chicago, like in terms of the buildings, not Chicago, but the cleanliness of Chicago and the cleanliness of Charlotte was pretty similar. The buildings were very similar. The structures, how they were built, like the brick you could walk from, if you had an apartment downtown, you could walk, you know, to work. You could walk to the North Market or other restaurants they had. That was cool. 
the the whole time we were there, it was pretty cloudy, so kind of dark and gloomy, which I love that weather and I love that look because it just makes it feel more like fall. And it felt exactly like you would want fall to feel in here in Texas or anywhere if you're a fan of like the fall season, which I love. I love it because it comes with colder weather, it comes with better clothes, I feel like. You can wear pants, you can wear longer sleeve shirts, a lot of flannels. Um, but yeah, it looked, it felt like fall and it looked like fall. You see in the movies where they're flying, like a, there's like an aerial shot and you could just see the trees and the houses and that's what it looked like was all the trees were changing colors. They were turning like red, brown, yellow, orange. And that was really, really pretty. And I did actually get some footage of that, but that was like one of the conflicts I was having was do I film and kind of get some of this footage on, on video or do I just enjoy the moment and be in, in the moment? And I, I think I only filmed a little bit with the drone, but for the most part I was trying to be in the moment. It was cool. And then it was Taylor's birthday and it was also Halloween the same weekend. So we, we went to, um, what was it called? The show was called the, I can't remember right now. It was weird. It was a weird show. I don't know if I would go back to see it. But what was cool was that the all the theater the theatrical actors they really did give it their all and so it made it it made it a good experience. Just the the play itself was a weird, I don't know, not my thing, but it was cool. What else did we do? Saw that. We went to the Renaissance Festival. That was interesting. It was full of weirdos. A lot of them were very nice people, but they were dressed up in full costumes, like witches, medieval times. Um, literally anything they wanted to wear was what they were wearing. And that was, I think, on Halloween day. And I don't know. It was weird. We saw people jousting, and that was that was cool. Nobody fell. And then once they ended, I think it ended in like a tie or something. And um, they went to the, they went to like the front and they turned their horses and they were facing the crowd. And then they took their freaking helmets off and they were freaking old men. I, I promise you they had to have been at least 55 or 60 years old. They were old riding horses, hitting each other with those long poles, those jousting sticks. That was wild. That was, that was the craziest part of the whole Renaissance Festival. I thought... I thought that these guys, these guys easily could have had a heart attack on there. That's how old they were. It was funny. Um, the Renaissance Festival, other than that, was not my thing. It was interesting if you're into that stuff. I think the weather kind of hindered a lot of the, I don't know, the weather made it a little weird because it was wet and rainy. And then the ground was like gravel slash dirt. So it turned to mud. Everybody's shoes were, like, destroyed. It was kind of annoying to walk in that, slip in that and stuff. The food wasn't that good. But uh, I guess it was fun. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it was fun if you liked that stuff. It was a good experience, I will say. I don't know if I'll ever go back. I don't think I will ever go back. I will never go back. But it was interesting, to say the least. And then that was really it. There was a couple of downtown areas we went to. We went out for Taylor's birthday. I think I said that. And that was cool. And then we went to this place called Old. 
It was called Old Something. Maybe I can pull it up. We have a we have a me and Taylor took a picture down there. But it was that was really cool. We didn't get to explore that much, but it was the old part of Columbus. I want to say it was called McGregor, but I think I'm just thinking of Conor McGregor. I don't think that's what it was. It had like an Irish vibe to it. I don't know why. But it did. What was it called? What was it called? Scotio River. Scotio River. The Scotio River. I don't know what it was called. Old something. Oh, dude, freaking Urban Meyer has multiple restaurants over there. That's savage. He's making money even when he's not living there. Smart guy. Very, very smart guy. Oh, and there was two of those, um, two little markets like that. One of them was a smaller market of like where all the foods, the different foods were. But it was really pretty, really clean and very, very cool. I liked I liked Columbus. It was cool. I feel like we didn't get to explore it as much as we should have or could have, or maybe not as much as we should have, but more so we we didn't have much time to explore it. So not as much as we wanted to. That's besides the point. I can't remember what it was called. Anyways, so we we got back from Columbus on Monday night. We got home at like one or eight, one or two a.m. We had work the next day early, and then we had to freaking. I think on, we worked a full week on Sunday. The following Sunday, we left to Vegas also at 5 a.m. I like to I like to fly early. I don't fly very much, and so I feel like if I fly early and get to the destination sooner, we have more time there the day of travel. You know what I mean? Because I would hate to spend half the day just waiting to go to the airport. You can't really do much when you know, you know, if you have like a 2 o'clock flight, your day is gone. Your day is ruined. Especially there's a time change. We we switched time zones going to Vegas, I think twice or two or three times. Texas to Colorado to to Vegas. I some I think Colorado is a different time. I could be I could be totally wrong, but I feel like the time went back another hour once we got to, to Vegas from Colorado. And I'm not saying that because it's like a feeling I have. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw the clock do. Cause we, we were in Colorado like nine AM and then we got to Vegas at like 9 a.m. after a flight, like an hour flight. So something like that. But anyways, we got to Vegas, right? My grandma lives there. So part of our trip was visiting her, which was really good. She's um, she's a wild lady, but I love her to death. Taylor got to meet her. And that was that was solid part of the trip. But for the most part, we were on the strip. We shuttled from the hotel. They had a little shuttle service. So we'd go to the strip. And then we just walked up and down the strip. But that thing is freaking long, you know? It's longer than you think. You definitely cannot walk the whole thing in one day unless you get there early and then you just go. Because it's like five or six miles down. I think we didn't even, I think we might have gotten close to halfway one time, one day. But um we, we didn't wanna we didn't want to walk all that time. Cause so day one, we got ready at the hotel and all this stuff, and then we walked on the right side of the strip. The side where the stores aren't more, it's more like food, um, food and entertainment type stuff. And then on the left side of the strip, depending on which way you're looking at it, I think if you're, if you are headed there from the airport side, if you go directly from the airport to the strip on the right hand side, I believe is the side we started on. And then 
we got to the link. We had a magic show to attend that night. And as soon as we got there, they upgraded our seats to like the third row, which was freaking cool and super nice. And luckily we didn't get picked by the magician to participate in any of the, the, the tricks, which I thought was good. And, um, dude kind of embarrassed me a little bit though. His first trick, he asked everybody who had a $100 bill to hold it up, and I was like the only one in my row that didn't have one. And I was like, sorry, babe. We're not big spenders. I was like, I got a 10. Will that work? But he turned the $100 bill into a $1 bill. Crazy. I don't know how he did that, but it was was wild. He's a very good magician. His name is Matt Franco, and he was very good. It was really cool because we got to see how passionate he was about it. And he had this present, like this slideshow or video type thing of him talking and him showing that he had been wanting to do magic since he was four years old. And he put all this work and time and effort in and sacrificed and won America's Got Talent early on, like 2000, I want to say 2014 or something. 2014, 2013, 2015, something like that. And he won. Usually when you win that, you get either like a record deal or if you're a magician or any sort of entertainment type based thing, um, depending on what it, if it's stand up comedy, normally, well, even that, like entertainment, like that, you normally get a place in Vegas, like a hotel or one of those main things. Or be like, oh, you want America's Got Talent? People know who you are. You're an attraction. You're gonna get people to our shows. We want you to do a residency here, and every weekend of the rest of your life, you're going to be doing shows for this hotel, two shows a night for X amount of dollars. Like you get this much money, you know, blah, 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 blah. But he's been doing it for seven years at that hotel. And he had this theater named after him. And it was just a cool to see how passionate he was about it. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then we walked back, we found this karaoke bar. And so we stopped inside and it was cool at first. We got to watch these people sing and they were just horrible. So it was funny. And then this chick came up next to us. She was just big, big chick. But she was like radiating confidence. And it was really, really cool to see. She didn't care. She ordered this big plate of onion rings and was like just munching them. She had a bunch of drinks. It wasn't like, wasn't like gluttonous. She was just, she got a snack. She got an appetizer. There happened to be a lot of them on the appetizer. And she would just eat it and like stand and dance and drink her drink. And then she started singing karaoke and the crowd went crazy for her. It was awesome. She sang a Nicki Minaj song, I believe. And then when it was like the solo, she went hard. And then people started cheering for her. And so she went even freaking harder. It was funny. It was really funny. But it was also cool to see. She was just being herself. And it was awesome. I think it was her birthday too. And she was by herself, which was a little sad. But it was good. And then the bartender was like, dude, it's buy one, get one free. You bought a beer already. Next one's on the house. So just let me know when you want it. I was like, heck yeah. So I got another beer and then I got Taylor and I like a shot. And then the dude literally only charged me for one beer at the end of the night. And um, that was cool of him. So we gave him a pretty big tip, which was awesome. And that was probably one of the highlights of the whole trip. Honestly, that freaking, the, the old karaoke bar that was a nice part of the trip it was super fun we both had a really good time there yeah 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 the strip has marijuana places on there now 
which obviously like you know it's it's legal i think all around in vegas but it was just so interesting to see marijuana on the strip because it's pretty recent thing it was we went into a couple one just to see i was like this is so wild like we got i got to check this out and it was wild because they had like glass containers where they showed you like the weed and stuff it's kind of hilarious and then i was like um i said what are the prices and then the guy overheard me because i was talking to taylor and he was like oh for gummies it's like 40 to 60 bucks for i guess weed it's like anywhere from 60 to 120 and up and i was like oh my gosh that's how much they charge for weed that's freaking crazy I'm gonna start growing it. I'm gonna start growing it. Uh, that was wild. And then um I think that's that sums up oh no 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 the next day we had a we went to a comedy show that night. We went to the comedy cellar at the Rio Hotel and Casino. Which was annoying because we had to Oh, we did buffet. Tuesday was buffet day or Monday was buffet day for us. I paid $65 a pop for these buffet for for a meal for each of us. $65 each. This was a very expensive meal for me. It's the most I've ever paid for any sort of food. And I went in. So it was cool because they had different cultured food. Right? Fish. Well, fish is just fish. It's not a cultured food. But they had like seafood. And then they also had like an Italian section. They had a like a southern comfort section they had an asian section where it was like kind of different multiple types of asian foods and then they had a whole dessert room it was amazing i literally i was like taylor tonight i am traveling the world and i would go back and be like this is a taste of italy the the pizza is a basil pizza with uh, a truffle and mozzarella you know it was freaking good and I did that with literally every single section of food they had. I didn't get a ton of food per section, but I got enough to where like I could taste, I'd get a good solid taste. And if I liked it, I went and got more. So that was like my plan. I would go through the whole thing and be like, okay, I like these ones the most. So I'm going to get like another full plate of that. I ended up eating like, I, I want to say I had six or seven platefuls, not even including dessert. And then for dessert, I just had a little bit. I was, I was so stuffed, but Oh, that was so, it was so good. Imagine like, imagine good quality food from like a, I honestly, I want to say like a Chili's. Like imagine a good quality food from like a Chili's or a restaurant similar similar to that. But they, it was like all of it and it was all buffet as much as you could eat. The Southern Comfort Food is probably better than Chili's. It was, that was really good. The pizza was probably better than, it was just really, it was high quality food for any buffet you could ever imagine. It was, it was solid food for a buffet and it was good. Whenever you think of buff, whenever I think of buffets, I think of like golden corral and like a furs and their food is like, you really have to make sure you go on a good day where it's fresh just for it to be like, okay, this food was, it was a million times better than anything you could think of at like a fast food buffet or regular buffet you'd go to on a anywhere in, you know, anywhere in Texas, that's for sure quality was good it was it was tasted freaking awesome and that was awesome and then after that we saw a comedy show at the rio which was annoyingly off the strip which we didn't know prior to so we had an uber there and then they were also hosting the world series poker tournament 
which was weird. We got lost back in that area. And so it was just a lot of trying to find the right exit so that we could Uber home. That was so stupid. But the comedy show was amazing. It was so good. And then we got to meet, I got to meet the guy at the end and we bought a t-shirt because they were 20 bucks. That's such a good price. Usually, you know, that's like a respectable price. And the shirt was a nice shirt. So like a cute shirt, but the guy was good. So we had a couple, there was, um, the host and then, uh, this pretty buff dude came on and then, uh, he was all right. And then this older lady came on, she was 65 years old. She murdered the place. She murdered the place. It was freaking awesome to see. And then we had a, this weird, this weird guy came on and he was like, yeah, I used to do a lot of cocaine and drink a lot, but then I got sober and he's like, and then I found out I had ADHD very, very bad. And the cocaine just mellowed me out, which is weird. It's like the craziest case of like, you know, you take, um, Adderall for ADHD. And he was like, yeah, I guess I was just taking the strongest dose of Adderall you could find. And, um, that guy was wild. He was like, yeah, I haven't done comedy in a couple of months due to the pandemic. So uh, this isn't even my set. I'm kind of just up here talking. And he oh, like he was like the guy up before the very last guy. And he kept like his, his mental focus wasn't there. Obviously, you could see the ADD kicking in or the ADHD. I don't know which one is attention deficit disorder or attention hyper deficit disorder. I don't know what those are, but what the difference is, but he had one of those or both of them, probably both. And he went like, it was kind of annoying. He went a little bit over his time. And with comedy shows, you got to be like right on time, especially if you're the first show, because there's another show after. And so the headliner, the guy that's supposed to go the longest, didn't get to finish his set because the guy took forever to end the story. And it wasn't even that good of an ending. It was like not even good ending at all. But the, the the headliner was Michael Yo, and the only reason I know about this guy is because of the the Joe Rogan podcast. This was the guy. If you haven't heard the episode, you need to go listen to it. But this is the guy that almost died from COVID. Was on. He was very close to dying, and they almost put him on a ventilator, and they ended up not putting him on a ventilator because apparently those those things are what made a lot of people die. That probably didn't have to die just because it, it did the breathing for them. And then they were too weak to do the breathing on their own. Once they took it out, apparently that's like what happened. And so they almost put him on that. They didn't. And he didn't die, which was good. And he was hilarious, man. He's really, really good. I got a picture with him. Um, super nice guy. Yeah, that was, that was a great show. Like overall, the show was amazing. Taylor loved it. She's, uh, she's, she likes comedy. Obviously, I, I love comedy, and she had a good time, and I love it when I love it when people who don't really care, she's, like, indifferent. She's like, ah, I, you know, comedy's cool, but, like, I don't, you know, have to ever see it if I never wanted to. If I never had to see it, I would be fine with it. It's kind of like her mentality. She's not looking for comedy specials on Netflix or looking for the next comedy show to go to. She does it because I like it, and um, she had a really good time, which is amazing. It was like a, it was a Monday night, you know, and these people were just, I don't know. It was, it was hilarious. The MC was awesome too. His name was Mike Cohen, a Jewish guy. And, um, 
he was like an older Jewish guy, and he was freaking hilarious. And he he called himself a Jew a couple times, and it was just so funny. He was he was really really good, really good host. But Vegas was good. We got to go see Grammy Graham, and then um, I guess I'll talk about the big news. I so on Saturday, November twelfth. Probably at like 6.30, 6.45 p.m. I asked my girlfriend the question. I popped the question. She said yes. So uh, I'm officially a fiance. A fiance. I am a fiance now. I'm engaged. And it is weird to say that because I'm just I'm so used to saying girl. Hey, this is my girlfriend. I said it the other day and I was like, yeah, this is my, oh, I guess this is my fiance. And uh, everybody started laughing, but. It was wild. Like, I've never said it before. And it's getting more normal to say. But, yeah, I'm engaged, man. It's weird. It's a it's a, it's a, a thing that I obviously hope for eventually. But I'm only 24. And I didn't know when that day was going to come. But after our trip to Ohio, I just kind of knew. Like, more, like, it was just very clear and very solid and, um, honestly, it stemmed from a little bit of like an argument we had and then we resolved the argument and it was just so clear to me after that. I, I don't know why it's kind of like prayers answered, you know? And, um, yeah, it just sealed the deal for me. And so I, I knew I was like, all right, I want to do this now. I don't know why, but my heart was just so set on like getting it accomplished I had a goal of mine I had a mission and I was like I'm doing this and there's no other way there's no other like nothing's gonna stop me so I wanted to do it in Vegas I thought that would have been cool but then like a couple of people like at church and just random friends were like oh you guys gonna get married in Vegas like as jokes a couple of people said that so I was like ah this is looking a little bit less appealing because I don't want it I didn't want it ever to be obvious or like, uh, not a surprise. That was my biggest thing. Cause you know, some people go into it telling their girlfriend, they go to ring shop together. They go to do all these things. But I was like, nah, I'm surprising her. I don't want you to know. And we never talked about it, which was cool. But I also like, I knew she wanted to get married to me. I knew she would say yes. Or I was really hoping she would say yes. And I had a, had a feeling, but, uh, it was a total surprise to her. And so, I ordered the ring before we went to Vegas, Vegas, before we went to Vegas. And then when we got back, it was, it was here and I picked it up. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to give this to you right now. But I couldn't, couldn't do it. And so they had just fixed our fence on Saturday morning in our backyard. The landlords got the whole fence redone. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to ruin my plan? But they finished it. looked really good. So we had the privacy too. Uh, even more so than before because the old one was falling apart. And um, so it was date night. And it was my turn to kind of lead date night. Because like, it was kind of like an unwritten thing. Like we didn't say, hey, I get it one date night, you get the other. But she booked something for like the 21st which is still hasn't come. This this is even going to come out before I go on that date night with her that she set up. 
but she set one up and I was like, okay, well that's cool. Then I'm just going to use this as like a, my date night to set up. So I said, all right, we're having date night this Saturday when we get back from Vegas. So we had like a couple days to recoup and start working out again and get back into our flow. So Saturday came and, uh, I didn't tell her anything. I wrote her a note on a sticky note. She loves little notes. And I was like, Hey, make sure you wear something cute. It's a little cold outside. So if, you know, maybe be a little warm, but it was not, 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 not that cold in Texas. And so we, uh, I, I said, stay in your room a little longer. Let me, let me know when you're ready and I'll let you know when I'm ready. And she was like, ah, okay, weirdo. So unfortunately it took me longer to set up than I thought. And, um, my plan was to light the hallway to the room out to our back patio. <clears throat> we have, uh, the light bulbs that hang off the patio and it's really pretty out there and she loves it. And so I knew two things I knew. I know she loves our house. She loves, um, being home, you know, and she loves her dog more than anything in the world. And so I bought him a little bow tie and it looked like a little suit, like it was a collar and it looked like a suit on the front. And I lined the, the room all the way to the back patio with like rose petals. And then I had little, a bunch of little candles. I lit them all along the way. They were up high for those of you wondering. Dog was not in any risk. And then um, I had a bottle of champagne gifted to me by a cool, cool guy. A really cool guy. It was freaking awesome, super helpful and thoughtful. And, um, yeah, I had rose petals out there. I had rose petals in the shape of a heart and the champagne bottle was behind it on our little table out there. And, um, I had my camera set up. I'm not going to show anybody the video Only maybe like family, but that's it. So don't even ask, but I had the camera set up. It was very obvious that there was a camera set up and luckily, which was kind of the plan when I first start, I started vlogging a couple weeks ago. I haven't released any yet cause I haven't finished editing them, but she's kind of noticed that I've had my, my camera more and I've been vlogging more. So I think she wasn't really concerned with the phone being set up as a camera, which was to my benefit because she didn't stop to ask me anything. So I'd lined up this stuff, with the roses and the candles and stuff. It looked really cool because it was getting dark. The sun went down like, you know, 30 minutes prior. So it was dark. The candles actually lit the room up. And so there's candles and roses outside and everything was set up. I had the ring in my pocket of my jacket and I was like, all right, Tate, come on out. Let's go. Hurry up. Hurry up. No, I'm just kidding. But I was like, come on out. Like we're ready for you. Cause I had Jackson at that point and he had his little bow tie on. And, um, like I was not nervous at all this whole entire time. Like from the time I knew I wanted to do it all the way up into the time I set up everything and called her out. Not nervous a single bit. I was like, I'm so ready for this. And then she stood out there and she's like, whoa, okay, fine. You win date night. Because she still wasn't aware. She thought it was just a date night thing. And I just went all out for date night. And um, I guess I set myself up for failure in the future. But whatever, it was worth it. Now I got to do that every freaking date night. Gosh, dang it. What was I thinking? But anyways. She comes out, she's like, oh, I guess you win date night. This is really cool. And I was like, oh, you like it? This, You want some champagne? I had like a fireplace on the TV in the background. It was funny. And I had music playing and 
she was not aware that it was about to go down. And so I just, I, I was so nervous and I was like a little emotional and I was like, man, I just, I just, I love you. You know, I, I said that like three times because I had a planned out what I was going to say. And then it took me a while to get it out. And then I was like, well, I got something for you. And she was like, what is it? And I was like, I got down on one knee and I opened the box and she was like, stop, no way. And I was like, you know, I said what I said and she, um, she accepted and, um, yeah, that was it. We like, we went back and forth from her, like looking at the ring to like hugging to like looking at the ring to crying to hugging, you know, it's back and forth. And, um, I said, this is a custom ring. I, you know, I went to the store and had help making it for you. And I, I picked it out to the best of like my ability to what I thought you would like. I had a little bit of an idea. Um, but if you don't like anything about this, or if you, there's one thing you don't like the smallest thing, let me know size, anything, let me know. We'll get it fixed because they allowed that with the, the ring, I guess. I don't know the place I went and she was like, this is the perfect ring. Like I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even trying to make you feel good. This ring is all I ever want. Like all I've ever wanted. It's so, it's very simple. It's literally a circle diamond in a solitaire ring, but it's, um, shiny and it's, um, sparkles and it's, it's pretty, it's a really pretty ring. I was very proud of it. And, uh, that's it, man. That's like, rest is history. We spent like an hour and a half talking to her family and my family and uh, just FaceTiming people. It was great. It was really cool. And now for the holidays, we get to go to see all the fam with the new, the new weight on her finger, which is really cool. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of this podcast. It's been like two weeks too long since I've recorded one. I'm going to try to get more consistent again. And, um, I love you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to release a short video hopefully soon. I think I got a little bit of footage when I was in Vegas a little bit. It might not be up to par, but, um, I got a little bit of footage. So we'll see how it turns out and I'll put it on my social media, but just keep your eye out. And, um, if you have any other requests for merch, let me know if you want to, one of these crew neck sweaters, let me know. Of course, they're a little more pricey, but I think it's honestly, I, I have two of them and they're, they're cool. I like it a lot and it has some stuff on the back, but uh, yeah, you'll see that when I post pictures and videos, but that's the end of the podcast, man. Feels good to be back. Love you. Thank you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.